Hello everyone and welcome to another episode from Set in Stone, which is proudly brought to by our sponsor, the Guitar Ninja Academy. Today's episode is all about our recent time at Slam Dunk and what a time it was. If you want to know more about that, stick around because I'll be talking about it right next on today's show. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode from Setting the Tone. Um, I want to talk to you about my recent adventures um, at Slamdunk South on the 5th of September. Before I do that, I want to give a big shout out to a few people. I want to give a big shout out to Maisie uh, from Madhouse for setting up an interview with the incredible, incredible um, Harbour, the Harbour band, who are phenomenal. A uh, big shout out to Mo from Satellite 414 for setting up an interview with Wargasm Sam. Big shout out to Emma and Siobhan at Public City PR. Firstly for a credit and setting time to be part of the festival and for setting up an interview with For You The Moon. And then lastly but not least, Hannah from um, Hold Tight for setting up an interview with Josh from Hacktivist. Um, what can I say about Slander? Well, it was phenomenal. It really was. And I was really, really fortunate that I got the opportunity to be part of such an amazing festival and it really was awesome and um, you know the day started off as you do you travel down to the festival and if I'm honest the first band that I saw was actually Hacktivist um, inside um, the Jägermeister tent now being completely up front it was probably the first time well actually the only time that I've actually felt a bit of anxiety about going to a gig now prior to Slam Dunk uh, I've been to a, a smaller event uh, you know down the road from where I live and that was okay but kind of being back around a larger festival and whatnot was a little bit um, overwhelming at first because it's kind of like we've all been told about how deadly coronavirus is and I'm not going to say it is or it isn't and told not to mix with people and then you, you shove back in the field which is kind of but you know after a couple of minutes that sort of went away and I was able to relax and enjoy myself and after you know I cut Cut had to basically set um, short because I wanted to get back and set up and because getting ready to interview the first band of the day which um, was actually Hacktivist which was absolutely fantastic because I got to hang, hang out with a good friend of mine Josh from Hacktivist who's a bass, the bass player in Hacktivist haven't seen Josh in a number of years and I'm not going to lie even though I've known Josh for a number of years I was absolutely bricking it talking to Josh so um, I'm going to be playing you a track from Hacktivist next um, we'll be going, to be going straight into the track Plant Zero and then we'll go straight into the interview with Josh from Hacktivist from Sandug.
We're live at Slam Grunt with Josh from Hacktivist. Josh, welcome. Hey, hello. How are you doing, mate? Yeah, very well, thank you. Good, good. I, I caught a bit of your set. That was electric. Your face was like on fire today. <laughs> Cheers. I mean, it's been uh, dusting off the cobwebs. It's been a yeah. while. <laughs> but yeah, it was wicked getting back to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, firstly, congratulations on the release of Hyper Direct. That came out this year? Yes. This year? Yeah, yeah, in the summer. Yeah. Um, must have felt good to get that one out. Yeah, it's been, I mean, it's been a bit of a strange one, putting out an album and not being on tour. Like, any time you put out an album, you, you tour it ahead of release, and then you spend months touring it afterwards. Obviously, that's not the case this year, as everyone is kind of in the same boat. But, I mean, now that gigs are back on, uh, we're going to keep on rinsing it as long as we can. Awesome, man. What's, what's the main difference between this and the debut album? Um, so, we've had a bit of a lineup change. We have yeah. Drop Maxi is in the band, James Hewitt is in the band. Uh, so it's been a, quite a different writing process to everything before. Um, which, yeah, it's been a fun new learning curve for us. I think we've all been a lot more involved collaboratively. Um, and hopefully it's a bit of an evolution, I guess. Um, with Hacktivist, because it's always been quite a unique sound, it's quite hard to do something different, but that's still close enough to what we were doing, but that's not just a carbon copy. Um, so yeah, I'd say it, it's a bit more of a mature, evolved Hacktivist sound. Is there, um, is there a favourite track off the album? Oh, I do, what we've been finding is whoever you ask will tell you a different track, which is quite a nice thing, I guess, rather than having just like one that everyone is into. Personally, I think, for me, it's life form. Just for the ending section of that, it's just my favourite thing to play at the minute. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Um, I guess, like, this is obviously the first time you guys have played Slam Dunk, right? Oh, uh, no, we've done Slam Dunk in the past, not with this setup. I thought it was all going to be inside Hatfield Uni again. Okay. I think we've done it once or twice, maybe, yeah. over the years. Uh, I mean, it's always a great festival. I love it. Uh, it's great being back here. Yeah, it's, it's good, isn't it, being around people again and doing music. Hey. Just being at a festival these days is such a treat. <laughs> so being here playing as well is just fantastic. I went like when we were pulling into the car park. I, um, I've got in. I've got like a bit like, like this is happening sort of thing. Like, <laughs> like the last year I went to was uh, a thousand thoughts at the Court Lounge. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think I was expecting a bit more anxiety of walking into a crowd, like into a field full of people. But you know, you pull into the car park and you just feel like you're at home. It's like yeah, okay, this is exactly where I was meant to be, where I should have been all of this time. Uh, yeah, it's nice. Uh, just got a few fun questions. Um, 
Oh, that's a good question. We've been quite fortunate to play with a lot of the bands that we really, really look up to. Uh, bands like Shikari and Lip Biscuit and Corn and those guys. I mean, I would love to get on the bill with Meshuggah. I don't know if Meshuggah would love for us to get on the bill with them. <laughs> but that'd be that'd be a dream lineup for us. Hey, well, if you don't ask, don't get right. Yeah, exactly. Put it out into the universe. Make it happen. <laughs> In terms of like we're at a festival, we're having cold drinks and whatnot. What, who's got the cold drinkers? <laughs> That's another great question. Uh, I think from a purely self-indulgent bass player perspective, I'd love to share a beer with Flea uh, from Red Hot Chili Peppers because he's a, a bit of a lifelong idol for me. Good band as well. Good, good bass player. Yeah, yeah. Um, tomorrow is the big one, right? Hometown show at the Cork Down. Yeah, it's been a very long time since we played Milton Keynes, actually, which is shameful considering it is our local venue. But um, yeah, you know, we play it whenever we get invited. Uh, it's going to be a bit of a shock to the system playing like a full hour long set, a lot of new material, get a couple of the old songs in there as well. I think this weekend is not a warm up, but I think it's definitely getting me back into the swing of playing, throwing myself around the stage for half hour, 60 minutes. Uh, yeah, feeling ready, excited. Exactly that, yeah, and it, it was real cobwebby. <laughs> well, I think, fingers crossed, if we're allowed to do some touring, I think we're going to try and get out and tour this new album as soon as we can. Uh, it might be this year, it might end up being next year. Um, I know that a lot of bands are trying to get stuff in, and I like, I absolutely appreciate putting the shows in but so much getting cancelled which I think is, it's got a bit of a bad knock-on effect because a lot of the fans I understand I've been in the same position where I've paid for gig tickets yeah, yeah. you take your time off work you pay for your hotel and then the show gets cancelled last minute and it's all well and good going to the next show but you don't give them money but so I guess we don't want to mess people around but as soon as we can we'll be out playing yeah, shows no, I respect that. I yeah respect. It's, it's difficult there was a fan recently that unfortunately um big fan of the fever so yeah yeah I saw that it's got there's, there's so much going on beyond the band's control of a minute uh, everyone's kind of just I, I dare say people are booking stuff optimistically and just keeping fingers and toes crossed and then shit inevitably happens it's beyond their control and you just got to deal with it everyone around the world and every industry has been in the same position um yeah just got to deal with it make the best of it I wish you guys all the very best for tomorrow's hometown show. Lovely, thank you very much. Nice one. Um, I'll catch up soon, mate. Great to see you. Thank you, thank you for your time, Dad. Thank you very much. So that was Josh from Hacktivist um, from the, at this year's Slamdog. I want to say a massive shout out to Josh. Firstly, for his time. Secondly, um, just being great at what he does. Um, Hacktivist are phenomenal. They really are phenomenal bands. And if you're not familiar with Hacktivist, first of all, you can start by checking out their latest album, Hyper Dialect. Secondly, if you really like that and you wish to go and see what they're about live, and trust me, they are phenomenal live. They have got so much energy about them. Then you can do so because they have announced the tour today and they will hit the following venues and towns, cities on the following dates. On the 5th of December, they hit the exchange in Bristol, followed by on the 6th of December, Moa Rooks in Birmingham. On the 7th of December, they hit the Stereo in Glasgow. On the 8th of December, they hit Rebellion in Manchester. And closing out, they hit Camden's famous Underworld on the 9th of December down in London. 
Tickets will be on sale at 10am this Wednesday, the 29th of September. And you can purchase tickets through the band's website, which is www.hatfist.uk.com forward slash shows. Alternatively, I imagine if you hit at one of the venue's websites directly, you can find a link to purchase tickets that way. Next, we've got our interview with For You The Moon. But before that, I'll be playing you a track called 8045. And then we'll be diving straight into our interview with with the guys there from For You The Moon, who made their slam dunk debut this year. everyone we are live from slam dunk with for you the moon welcome to jordan and tim jordan and tim welcome to technophone hi thanks thanks for having us nice to be here no problem thank you for joining us um we're gonna go straight into introducing you guys 
So Ted, you guys released a few singles, Lost Without You in 2020, uh, Singles Talk in 2021, and 1845 this year. Uh, firstly, congratulations on completing your Slam Dunk debut this weekend, me and Matt and Pam, uh, Patrick. Yeah, it's been great. It's been um, it's been amazing. I mean, we love this festival. Like, I've been so many times back when it was like three sites and it was like Loser Midlands Loan. Like, I used to come when I was younger, like all the time to like Kids in Glass Houses and all time lows and stuff like that. So it's amazing to like actually play in it. It's like insane. I'm so glad you shared Kids in Glass Houses. Like, they were probably were one of the most underrated bands in the Northern Ireland world. Yeah, I mean, they were insane. They like, literally one of my favorite bands of all time. So. I'm originally, I'm Welsh, so I'm from Wales, and they were like, I used to see them like all the time, like any time they would play, because they play a lot back home in Wales, yeah. so I'd see them like, yeah, probably one of the most bands I've seen live, but they were insane. Awesome, awesome. Um, how did the journey begin for us and you and Liam? Uh, so we all met at a uh, university, sort of like two projects resolving into one, kind of that, that sort of typical scenario. Um, yeah, I mean, me and Jordan met. We were just jamming to these covers with a few people. It wasn't ever really going to go anywhere, but it's just nice to meet people and try stuff out. But, I mean, we always got on, kept in touch for, like, the next year or two. We went to Slam Dunk together, actually, the first year we met, didn't we? Um, so, yeah, just going to gigs, sort of, and this, that, and the other up around Leeds. And then, um, yeah, the other two were in another band that sort of headed out. And then, uh, yeah, we just met and said, yeah, well, you know, I know a guitar player, I know a bass player, that kind of thing. And then, yeah, we've just been sort of uh, <laughs> going for it ever since, really. Awesome. Um, I've heard a little rumour about certain release that might be coming soon to the EP. Okay, yeah. Is that a, is that a talk about that? Yeah, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's talks of an, of an EP coming out soon. Uh, don't know when. Okay. Uh, we don't really have it planned in yet of when it's exactly coming out. But um, yeah, it's definitely in the works, an EP coming. You know, we've got the first three songs out. We're planning on doing some more, um, hopefully before the end of this year. Um, so I imagine they'll be part of it as well. But yeah, um, don't have a date for you, but there's definitely talks of an EP. Yeah. Awesome. If, if the singles that are going to be out, is that kind of the same as what we expect, where it be maybe some slightly different size to the size that you're going to release? Yeah, I think we're going to, you know, I think we'll probably try pushing it in a bit of a different... Oh, thank you. Sorry, our drummer's just giving me a pair of sunnies. Awesome. Which is stopping me from having my hand over my face the whole time. That's great. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> um, yeah, I, you know, I think, you know... Uh, it's a good question. I'm just trying to figure out how to word it. I mean, you know, there's lots of music that we listen to that we don't necessarily play, uh, you know, and I think it'd be really interesting to try and incorporate a lot of that into it. You know, we all grew up absolutely loving band music and this kind of stuff here. I mean, we caught McFly yesterday and we were all like, guys, what are we doing? Like, you know, we need to be taking tips from these guys, man. Like, they were just unbelievable. Like, you know, there's sort of other elements and other kind of music that we're all into, uh, you know, and it'd be good to just try and get something that sounds a bit unique, a bit like for you the moon is a nice mixture of everything that we all like and stuff so yeah what's that like seeing mcfly from here well spoiler alert but we already knew they were going to be playing so we were more than prepared for them to show up but the funny thing was actually yesterday obviously when we played um as we came off stage they were literally there just at the bottom of the ramp and we were all like what <laughs> literally mcfly right in front of us like so uh, yeah i mean and they were cool you know we said hi and that it wasn't a very long conversation but you know they had some they had some time for us so Totally, yeah. You know, and like everybody here as well, like all these crew and stuff that work with us, trust me, man. It's just so much time. You know, even with first band on, and you know, they treat us like we're Tom Broker or something. You know what I mean? It's awesome. Absolutely awesome. Um, 
how does your coach, right, how, how does your coach look at meeting together? Like, do you take time close to you and you guys do it? Yeah, the singles were different, weren't they? they were, so, I mean, we kind of had like a couple of songs that we went and recorded um, with uh, Jim in, in, in Chesterfield. They were all kind of like a lot more, um, I don't know how to word it, I guess just for us kind of thing. Like we weren't doing it to try and put out an EP or anything like that. We just had some songs that we wanted to record. Yeah, yeah so yeah, we went down to the place called uh, Treehouse Studios in Chesterfield. They recorded like, they recorded some like really heavy bands, but also some lighter bands. They did like Busted. Um, Fight Star, um, While She Sleeps, and wow. so it's and they did um, Death of Anna's latest album, Ritual, um, which we loved, and the drums sounded amazing. So we're like, oh, we're gonna go go there to do drums because why not? But yeah, Jim, who worked there, like sorted us out. Uh, but yeah, when we went, it was all kind of like really band based, really based on like uh, Death of Anna because that was kind of what we based kind of the sound off to start with, because uh, that's what we all had in common. That's what we loved, um, and then yeah, it was just kind of we already had a single out uh which was called slip away back in like 28 2018 2019 bit like middle of 2019 uh which then kind of that's what got the kind of slam dunk la label interested in us uh and then because we already had these other songs in our back pocket it was just like oh yeah check these out as well like oh yeah that's really cool let's, let's have a chat uh so yeah it kind of just snowballed from there i guess Yeah, um, it's a hard question, but I mean, I'd love to do like Don Broco, Give Me at Six, Festival, I'd love to do um, just Red and Leeds. Red and Leeds would be amazing to play. Um, but yeah, they're, they're the main bands for me, really. But yeah. Yeah, I'd go uh, Lower Than Atlantis, big rip that they're not a band anymore. They were massive uh, for me when I was younger and stuff, and even, you know, not even that long ago. but. Uh, that would be a, they would have been a dream band to have played with, or even just supported or something on a tour, you know. Um, yeah, Don Broco, another band. Um, Incubus, you know, that would be a, you know, that would be an unreal. I don't think they'll ever, <laughs> ever pick us up for a support spot, but you can dream. I mean, we never really thought we'd be here, so yeah, man, we'll, we'll take it. We're, we're happy to say whatever comes, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yesterday the horror. Uh, who are amazing. I mean, we I'd never heard of them before, but our drummer Mikey was going on about them for the last week, being like, we need to go check them, we need to go check them. We went to watch them. Uh, sort of towards the end of the set, the lead singer, he, he was wearing a skirt, and he took his skirt off, and he was just left with his boxes on, and he jumped right into the mosh pits. And I mean, I was like, Jesus. I was surprised no one pulled his pants down, but, you know, that was a very strange experience. Well, all I'm going to say is the fact that Steve Newman said Leia Jackson in his Oh man, well ask him about it. I'll tell you what was funny as well, they had a guy whose job it was to put his uh, monitor pack on the waistband of his boxes. I'd love to know who that was. Well, who's playing today, like from one of the bands? Well, I mean, we talked about Don Broco, so it'd be cool to chill with Don Broco. Well, actually, yesterday was funny because we were watching um, McFly, so McFly played the same stage as us, and so we were just hanging around there, and we went around the back and just, like, on the ramp behind the stage, just watching them from there, and Don Broco were just there as well. And um, our singer, he works in a restaurant in, in Leeds, and their tour bus was parked outside the restaurant, and, like, they came in, and, like, they were talking to our singer Isaac and stuff, and then, like, 
when we went backstage to like watch McFly, they're like, oh yeah, how's it going, man? How's your set and everything? I was like, what the, what the hell is this? Like, Dol broke was talking to us, but it would be nice to have a sit down with them and have a chat. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. Um, so we'd be looking at, like I said, more singles um, coming out. But there's some talks of possibly some tours, maybe. Um, it's kind of up in the air at the moment. That's kind of like where it's at, where we're going, who we're with. But um, yeah, some tours. Because uh, now live music's back, so it'd be great to get out and like play uh, a lot more. Because um, that's what we want to be doing, really, is just touring. You know, at the end of sort of 2019, we just sort of racked up a run of shows and everything was going great. And then, you know, the world went into shutdown. So it's like, we spent the last two years just not really knowing what to do. And now, like, everything's back. We're just like, listen, if someone wants to take us out, if any gigs are going to let us play, we're, we're there, man. We're getting to all of them. It's just about getting experience and getting out there. Yeah. I mean, I think, um, well, we did, we've done you know, a couple of shows since we did one at Key Club. Um, that was a couple of weeks ago. I mean, you know, like, it was so bizarre going back out on stage, wasn't it? Like, it's not that it felt wrong. It felt completely right. But it was just, I don't know, it felt like so much more pressure than normal. You know, you built up all this steam and then it was just like, you know, you're just stuck in your bedroom for the last two years and then all of a sudden you're like back out on stage. It's just bizarre, isn't it? It's just really, really weird. But it's great, you know, we, we're, we're really happy. We're really just loving it. Just going for it. So much. Well, hopefully, yeah. I mean, you know, we'll do we'll do everything we can. Any opportunity. So that was Jordan and Tim from the band For You the Moon. A massive um, thank you to those guys um, for their time. I really hope they enjoyed their Sandunk debut um, over the course of the weekend. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to see those guys because uh, of uh, things ongoing in the day, interviews and whatnot. We did have um, four interviews. I'm going to hold my hands up and um, unfortunately some bad news. So you might have heard me say in the thing, you know, thank you to a couple of PRs and a couple of bands. Unfortunately, um, some of our interviews didn't quite come out to any sort of good audio quality that I could share with you. I do have them um, and I'm really, really tempted to, you know, go away and keep working on them, which I'm happy to do so. Um, I'm equally tempted to put up the videos um, onto Second Times YouTube account um, for you there, but um, you know, I will. I can give you a little bit of information as to what was said. So, um, we spoke to the Harbour, who are absolutely phenomenal. I did get to see the Harbour um, before I had to interview them, and um, my first time seeing the Harbour. And I've been following the Harbour for a little while, ever since their PR um, emailed me about 12, 12 to fifteen months ago. Um, they're absolutely phenomenal. They're a three-piece band um, from you know the Manchester, Greater Manchester areas. They're currently on tour at the moment. I believe they are playing Glasgow um, tonight. I believe I could be wrong, and they're certainly starting to you know gain more of a following. Um, just, just a great bunch. That's so fun. The interview uh, was really fun. We know we talked about. I appreciate. Obviously, you can't hear it at the moment, so it's you know it's hard for you to go. Oh, you know you could be making this up. Um, but we talked about obviously their appearance at Slamdunk, how it felt, and they've been really busy over the summer. They've completely, you know, they were playing Reading and Leeds Festival this year. They played the Download Pilot Festival. Uh, they played um, obviously Slamdunk, and then they played uh, 
na- Neighbourhood Festival, I think it's called. Um, I hope I've got that correct. Um, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about the band's following. He has slowly gaining more fans and, and what was next for him. And of course, one of the things that is next is the tour that are currently on, supporting the, the bodies of work they've released, the, the Play Dead EPs and um, the late single Fallen and the Thief. Um, you know, so really, really cool chat with those guys. Really fun to hang out with. Uh, I'm just really, really gutted that that particular interview hasn't come out to any real quality. But as I said, I will go away and try and keep working on it and, and maybe there'll be a slam dunk part two from setting the tone. Um, you never know. Also, we also had, uh, we sp- I spoke to Sam from Orgasm, who are an absolute phenomenal band. Um, they, for me, are one of the bands to keep your eyes on. I, I kind of feel at the moment there's, you know, and Sam mentioned it in our interview, he's talking about a movement at the moment. You know, he's got this sense of this movement that's happening within the UK music scene. And I totally agree, there's a lot more experimental sounds being used with that synth or um, more keys or more guitar or more uh, crossover between um, hip-hop and rock. There's a lot more of that going on at the moment. And, you know, you've got some phenomenal bands. Um, you know, you've got Wargasm being one, you've got Creeper, you've got Holden Absence. Uh, you know, and all three of those bands are heading out on the road in December. I believe that tour is pretty much sold out. Equally, Wargasm have been doing their own shows at the moment, and I think they're also back out on tour later this year um, with Holden Absence. I think I could be wrong, but another band to keep your eye on. They're absolutely phenomenal. They've been so hard at work, where it's causing controversies um, with. Um, mishaps on stage which I'm going to be really honest I wasn't going to talk about it I didn't want to kind of poke the bear so to speak but Sam was straight out of it and was kind of they kind of proud him and Milky are kind of owning that moment that happened at the Heavy Music Awards and at the end of the day I'm going to jump to the defence I don't care what anyone says I don't care about the overreaction things happen no one was complaining when um, I can't remember who it was now I can't remember if it was Beyonce or someone who had uh, you know a uniform uh, not a uniform a costume malfunction at the Super Bowl a few years ago. I think it was Beyonce, I could be wrong. Um, you know, at the end of the day, things happen. These guys are artists, they're talented at what they do. They're getting their message out there. And uh, more power to them. I absolutely love those guys. I'm sure And a massive thank you, firstly, to the Hara uh, for giving it airtime after they've come off stage. Um, you know, they've done their bit on stage. They did their press and they were just happy to kind of party. And equally, you know, again to Sam from Orgasm. Unfortunately, Milky couldn't join me, at the, me myself and Sam. Um, I believe she was on stage with another band and kind of got pulled up to do um, some performing last minute. But um, again, these are the two interviews that I'm really, really bummed that haven't come out because they were really cool interviews. And I must say, everyone on the day was really cool. It was also nice to catch up with a friend um, that I met through uh, social media who was doing his thing down there, meeting new PRs. Um, meeting, you know, even people the first time that I've spoken to through social media for however long. Uh, it was a really cool festival. I really love Slam Dunk because I think what sets Slam Dunk apart is from everything, anything else is, unfortunately, bands like, um, I, I, I'm not trying to be disrespectful here, Creeper do play download and they do very well and equally same as Holden Absence. But sometimes I feel that what lets Download Festival down is there is still this attitude um, that it's a metal festival, you know, an old school metal festival. Unfortunately, it's not anymore. You know, it's it's music. The industry, especially in, in this country, has changed. There's a more diverse um, selection to choose from now. Bands, there's bands are pushing boundaries more so than they've ever done. I feel with different sounds, experimenting in different ways. 
You know, it's not all about sort of long hair, tight trousers, you know, screaming, you know, 80s style vocals with solos. You know, those days are, you know, they're gone. There's still there's still a place for it. There's still bands doing it. But unfortunately, it's not, you know, the scene is not as dominated as it once was. It's certainly not as male dominated, I feel. I feel there's a lot more female fronted bands or females that are in bands, which is absolutely awesome to see. Um, you know, just a massive hats off to Slam Dunk. Um, really awesome. Some of the, the bands that I saw that were phenomenal, I saw um, I saw Holding Absence, I saw their set. Absolutely phenomenal. They are, you know, one of the pinnacle of bands that have come out, you know, in a while. And their last album, or should I say their latest album, The Greatest Mistake of My Life, which came out um, this year, is phenomenal. So, so good. And what a band to go and watch. Go, you know, again, go and buy your ticket. If there's still tickets available, go and buy your ticket to go and see them on their tour, one of the two tours, whether it be with Creeper and Wargasm or whether it be on their own tour um, later this year. Um, I saw, as you made me heard say, I, I saw the Hara, who were phenomenal. So much energy, so much fun. Um, just, just a really, really cool band. And then I saw Hacktivist at the start of the day. Again, another band with so much energy and drive. Go and check them out on their upcoming tour in December. You know, you won't want to miss that. Trust me. If you kind of like your um, crossover between metal and, and and grime and, you know, a little bit of sort of like, I don't know, corn and biscuit influence in there, go and check those out. You will like them. You really will. Um, but the band that kind of took it away from me because I've wanted to see them for so long was Alpine Trio. Absolutely phenomenal to see Alpine Trio. I'll share a funny story with you. Um, a little bit funny, but a little bit embarrassing as well, and I wanted to try and play it cool. Matt Skeever pops into the press tent. I shout really politely, hey, Matt. Um, walks up and down. I think he was looking for the person. I think he might have heard me, may not have, I don't know. Um, but I was too scared to go over. You know, I wanted to try and respect his space because, you know, it's there's, there was quite a few bands that had come over from uh, abroad, especially America, and I didn't want to kind of get in his face. I didn't want to disrespect him because they are all trying to, you know, stay safe, stay healthy, get get into the thing and get home, and I get that. So, um, kind of funny, but kind of embarrassing as well. Um, but a, a, a top, top-notch day, and I, and I hope, and I really do hope to be part of it again next year. Once again, a massive shout-out to all the PRs for the help and the bands for giving it their time. Um, and and for you, Slam Dunk, for you, the, the organisers, the, the everyone that worked so hard to put Slam Dunk on. You know, again, it's another festival that was due to go ahead earlier this year in May. It even it's had so many it had so many reincarnations of different lineup. It had one set of like a lineup, another lineup, another lineup. But unfortunately, different bands playing out for different reasons because that's what's been happening. But the guys and girls at Sandunk who worked there and put the festival together across the two sites stayed stayed strong, stayed you know committed, and put on a top festival for the fans. So um, it's great. It really was great to have be around live music again. I can't thank those guys and girls enough and um yeah i hope you've enjoyed the interviews i hope you enjoyed this little insight into what slam dunk was like for setting the tone um once again thank you to everyone for tuning in to hear what i've got to say if you haven't done so already please please can i you know ask you to smash the hell out of that subscribe button you know setting the tone is put out on apple mute apple podcast spotify podcast amazon podcast podbean um you know, and then we're on we're on our social media platforms. We're on Facebook and Twitter, um, Facebook and Instagram. Sorry, the same handle is simply Set in Tone UK Podcast, and then for Twitter it's STT UK Podcast. 
Uh, there's been so much going on for Setting Time over the past couple of weeks. Won't be slam dunk, won't be going to an album launch party for Trivium to hear their upcoming album that comes out in literally 10, 12 days in the Court of the Dragon, which was phenomenal. Whether it was, you know, we've got an interview coming up with um, Black, Jimmy from Black Falcon. And so, not Jimmy, Johnny. Not Jimmy, I do apologise. Johnny from Black Falcon. We've got an interview with Ethan from Thousand Fox coming out. So much has been happening. It's been kind of hard to keep up with it all, um, as well as get on with normal life. So, yeah, please, um, thank you for utmost and foremost for your support that you've continued to show me at Set the Tone. If you haven't done so already, please come on board. Um, if you wish for something to be reviewed or interviewed or whatever it may be, just even shout some abuse. They're the platforms. Um, equally, we have um, an email address if you wish to have something to be reviewed or if you wish to be interviewed to talk about what you've got coming up. That is simply stt-setthetone-outlook.com. Once again, guys, thank you very much for listening to me. Until next time, all the very best and bye-bye for now.